It's Carson and Kennedy on Mix 1041. Of course, we are streaming on the Odyssey app. Uh, let's start first with the Boston Bruins. They had yet to lose in regulation at home during the 2022-2023 season, entering Monday, and that fact technically didn't change as the Bruins erased a 103rd period deficit and defeated the Pittsburgh Penguins 2-1 in the 2023 Winter Classic at Fenway Park. After 2010 Winter Classic, Bruins trailed 1-0 after 2. Mark Lecky tied the game. The Bruins played like crap for two periods and most of the third period, and then in the third period they came alive. It was just a lot of fun. I don't know if you had a chance to watch the game or not, but it was spectacular. The uh, The Bruins showed up dressed in, I don't know, it was probably like 50s-era Red Sox uniforms with the old gloves and the old wooden bats and the socks pulled up real high to their knees, and then they threw the ball around on the field before the game. It was old-timey oh. baseball where like you'd have to listen on a transistor radio and they all smoke cigarettes. Right, that's exactly <laughs> what it was. Uh uh, and then we had Belle Biv DeVoe doing the national anthem. Black Keys performed, and also you heard that flyover. Well, that caused all sorts of chaos yesterday. So it was a couple of fighter jets flew over Fenway to kick off the game. And I guess there was a sonic boom, maybe, and that scared people. And people started calling 911. They started calling military bases. They started calling authorities. Everybody wanted to know what in the hell was happening (laughs) and not realizing it was just a flyover of some jets. (laughs) What a little too Top Gun Maverick at Fenway Park. (laughs) That's exactly it. All right. Uh, also, there was some uh, some interesting and sad news that happened yesterday. I don't know if you caught this or not, because it happened kind of later last night. At Monday Night Football, the game between the Buffalo Bills and the Cincinnati Bengals, was postponed after Bills safety DeMar Hamlin collapsed on the field in the first quarter. Hamlin had just tackled receiver uh, T. Higgins. He hopped back to his feet, then fell straight backward. CPR was administered for several minutes before Hamlin was taken by ambulance to the University of Cincinnati Medical Center. As of of last night he was in critical condition there's still no word on what happened Hamlin just 24 years old so it was at around 10 p.m. Eastern the decision was made not to resume the game which the Bengals were leading 7-3 to there's no word yet on rescheduling or resuming I did check this morning on the Buffalo Bills Twitter page and they tweeted this out about four hours ago DeMar Hamlin suffered a cardiac arrest following a hit in our game versus the Bengals his heartbeat was restored on the field and he was transferred to the UC Medical Center for further testing and treatment he is currently sedated and listed in critical condition i was watching the game oh last you were night. it was honestly terrifying it was right. really scary you know he got hit in the chest really hard it was a high collision impact play and then mm-hmm. he got up and then he immediately collapsed and they had they were trying to revive him on the field right. players on both teams were kneeling and praying right and it's kind of like you forget because you're just yelling about first downs and these are human beings these mm-hmm. are real people and from what I'm reading as well, uh, ESPN did a really good job because they had the game. So they had the, the people that were calling the game 
at one point kind of going, you know, because they don't really know what's going on and they're not meant to like stretch it all out. So they had to, they put people back in the studio to kind of talk more about what was going on with the player and the medical situation and all of that. Levin Uh, was talking about it this morning and he said in his, however many years of reporting, he's never, never seen something like this. Yeah. I can't imagine. I don't don't remember anything like this happening before. There's actually uh, an interesting good news, uh, good vibe tribe story that we're going to talk about with this pretty tough incident with Damar Hamlin. We'll get into that right now. Carson and Kennedy's good vibe tribe in this world filled with serious news reports on people doing stupid things. We say every little thing is going to be all right. Yeah. There are people in this world doing good work and we are here to celebrate them. So don't worry about a thing. Nah, yeah. Here's another story from a member of Carson and Kennedy's Good Vibe Tribe. As always, if you want to share a Good Vibe Tribe story with us, you can drop us a text here in the studio at 617-931-1234. And we're going to start right here in North Andover for the Good Vibe Tribe in 2023. Christian Khalil of North Andover has won a $1 million prize in the Massachusetts State Lottery, 1 million winning seven instant ticket game. So Khalil said he was on his way to his men's league hockey game when he stopped to get gas so that his wife wouldn't have to in the morning. While there, he bought a bottle of water and his winning ticket. He chose the ticket because it was in dispenser number five and his son was born in the month of May. He purchased his winning ticket in Newberry Street, Sunoco on Newberry Street in Peabody. The store will receive a $10,000 bonus for its sale of the ticket. Khalil chose the annuity option of his prize. He re- he received the first of twenty annual payments of $50,000 before taxes. Good for him. I love that. That's something I've done a million times before, is you go fill up the car with the gas so that your wife doesn't have to. On your way to beer league hockey. I've never gotten a million dollars out of it. That is a great Massachusetts story. Massachusetts just released $50 tickets that are coming out in February. Yeah. So I can't wait to blow my money on that, hoping to be him. A couple in Pennsylvania just celebrated their 80th wedding anniversary. They're both 102 years old. They met in high school in 1936. They fell in love on their very first date. They got married the day after Christmas in 1942, and they say their secret is never going to bed angry. You know, thousands of people got stranded at airports when Southwest Airlines dropped the ball over the holidays. One of them was a college kid who got stuck in Denver on Christmas Eve, but she did eventually make it home after her parents jumped in their car and drove 1,100 miles from California to pick her up. And have you heard about this guy? It was two days before Christmas. A 27-year-old by the name of Jay Withy got stranded near Buffalo during the big blizzard that came through, and he had to break into a school to find shelter. He smashed a window to get in, then back out into the storm, rounded up 24 more people who were stranded on the road and brought them all back. He pried open a door to the kitchen to get people food. He found blankets in the nurse's office to keep everyone warm. They were stuck there for about 24 hours. And before they left, he felt bad, so he wrote a note apologizing for the break-in. Cops eventually tracked him down and thanked him. They said he probably saved a lot of lives that day. Kennedy, what do you have for the Good Vibe Tribe audio? Okay, so, you know, now that it's a new year, we can put Taylor Swift ticket drama behind us, right? Mm -hmm. So I found this on the TikTok. Is apparently someone who went through all of that trouble to get Taylor Swift tickets for their young daughter gave them to her, and this is what she said. Who is this? Oh, Taylor Swift? Whoa, I'm not a big fan. <laughs> That's it. Like she literally, she opens up the box, it's a piece of paper showing the ticket, and she's like, oh, 
And you know, mom or dad sat there on a computer for like eight days and spent eight million dollars. Not a fan. And that, Whoa. ladies and gentlemen, is the true spirit of Christmas. What is this? Oh, Taylor Swift? Whoa, I'm not a big fan. <laughs> that cost three mortgage payments, Tiffany. You're going to love it. And eight hours of my life. Thank you, Kennedy. If you know someone who should be celebrated in Carson and Kennedy's Good Vibe Tribe, call or text us now. 617-931-1234. Keep up the good vibes there, Boston. Carson and Kennedy on Mix 1041. The Carson and Kennedy Show is back on Mix 1041. Well, we are sort of back. Kennedy is not back in studio yet. I don't think the last time I saw you was in like December, what, 12th? 11th, 12th. Yeah, Let's I think see. you came in on Monday. The day after I came Deck in on the Hall Oh, you were so. here Monday and Tuesday? Yeah, I was there to the 13th. Okay, oh, the 13th. On the 14th on. Right. <laughs> <laughs> just hanging at the house, huh? Yeah, just living my very best life. No, I got really sick on uh, Thursday, Tuesday when I left work. Mm-hmm. And then I just was not feeling good, not feeling good. And Carson, I didn't feel better until... Maybe the 21st or the 22nd. Did you ever find out what that was? Did you have RSV or um, did you not find yeah, out? No. I, I Well, I talked to um, an RN, you know, at my doctor's office mm-hmm. and it didn't sound like, you know, it didn't, it didn't feel like COVID because I know what that feels like and it didn't feel like anything else. And she's like, there's just a really bad cold going around. And if mm-hmm. I'm being very honest, I think I was just exhausted. Mm-hmm. I think my body just kind of shut down on me. Mm-hmm. And um, I was talking to my shrink about it and she was kind of like could be mm-hmm. uh, the body is an amazing thing <laughs> it tells you when he needs to sit down and I mean Carson I talked to you a couple of days there were days I completely missed during that week like mm-hmm. I slept through them or I woke up at weird hours and I thought it was Saturday when it was a Tuesday and um it was rough my poor dog if it weren't for the dog walkers I don't know that he ever would have gone outside <laughs> truthfully I was just I was not in a good space and when you're all by yourself like there's right there's nothing and no one well and so and we were supposed to see Kennedy on Christmas yeah. Eve so we had invited her to come over she was finally feeling better and then yeah. I had to call her uh, the day before Christmas Eve and tell her that Lana and Barrett had both come down with COVID and so she couldn't come over. We had to cancel all of our holiday plans. So she dropped off. That was a bummer. I know because you hadn't seen. I was seen... so excited. I know. I know. <laughs> we were excited to see everybody too. At one point, uh, we, we see Kennedy. <laughs> we didn't know Kennedy sent a text to Lana and uh, we look out the window and there goes Kennedy's car driving off from the front of our house. She had dropped off some Christmas stuff <laughs> well, <I laughs> at our front door. These gifts to bring with me on Christmas Eve. Yeah. And I wanted you to have them, but I didn't obviously, you know, when I have to worry about see, you know. Right, person. right. I, I didn't never, want to get COVID. I never got it. Dot, can you dot, believe dot. that? Yeah. Yes, I can. You're a total mutant. I'm the in the house. You never got it. With the two of them, and I never got it. I totally, I totally can believe. Okay, that. so that's what happened before the break. Yeah, so let's so talk about why you're home right. today. So, so I went out once. I went out on Christmas Day. That's the only day I went out, and then I went to a retreat out in the Berkshires at Corpalu, and then uh, there was a huge COVID outbreak there. What is so, this Corpalu? What is this retreat? Corpalu is a wellness center. It's out in the Berkshires. It's if you know where Tanglewood is, it's in that same general area. It's a beautiful place. It's a place where you can go for rest and respite and meditation and yoga and classes. And I was taking this amazing class from this amazing woman 
on um, stress and how to remove it from your life and to more easily identify it and give you lots of tools. And it was a wonderful, wonderful program where I learned so much, but there was a huge COVID outbreak. I mean, you all live communally there. You know, you eat in the same cafeteria and a lot of people live in dorms. I lived, I had my own room, but Mm -hmm. um, you know, I mean, it's just going around. It is what it is. So it's a COVID breakout at the wellness center. There was, I know, funny story, but. I'm um, not a master of irony, but I feel like that's in there. I know, and it's not their fault at all. I want to be really clear. They were so amazing about the whole thing, but what can you do? All right. So Thursday I started feeling sick and I was like, this feels like COVID. So I packed my stuff and I left because I just didn't think it was smart to stay there um, to be around other people and uh, came home, took a couple of tests. They came back negative, but I was like, I know I have COVID. And then so I ordered on Instacart some new tests and mm-hmm. it was it was COVID. So, so yes, but I'm feeling so much better today. You, you sound a little bit better than when I when I talked to you like yeah, a day or but so I ago. I feel, I finally feel better than I have felt since December 13th so do you have your smell and taste this time I do I do so I'm grateful for that and and while you know the vacation was not what I wanted it to be at least it happened during that time and I didn't have to miss eight weeks of work so <laughs> yeah here we are <laughs> yeah I feel I'm, like I'll, this happened to a lot of people over the holidays you know it's just bad I mean I know that Boston Public is saying you know wear a mask if you want right because it is nasty out there kids yeah they don't go back till tomorrow they have one more day and I Barrett's in this weird predicament because he just had it and he can't get it again. But you don't want to be the kid at school not wearing your mask when everybody else know. is wearing your I got the antibodies. <laughs> Kennedy, I mean, who's counting? But how many times is this now? This is three. Can anybody beat that? You're going is, for the are you record? sure? I thought this was the fourth. <laughs> no, I haven't had it four times. I got it in 20... 20- 20 at yeah. the, at, on New Year's Day. Also right. over break, right? Right. Which was great. And then I got it last year when you got, when you got it, Carson. Right, right. I got it after you. And yeah. then now. Same. I was uh, really, really sick, but I didn't have COVID. Right. <laughs> so, um, uh, well, we're know, back. We're back. We're back here, y'all. And thanks to technology and our amazing engineers, I'm able to do from home. So really <laughs> our amazing, by amazing engineers, she means Kennedy with a box at her house. No, no. I talked to engineers <laughs> yesterday. Oh, so uh, no. did you? Okay. Yeah, I didn't know we had it. So it's all good. <laughs> Carson and Kennedy on Mix 1041. She's got the Hollywood hookup gossiping 24-7. It's the Dirty on the 30 with Kennedy. With Kennedy. Yeah. Well, hey, guys. Welcome back. It's nice to be here. <laughs> nice to see you. <laughs> Jeremy Renner, best known for his role as Hawkeye in the Avengers movies, is in critical condition after suffering injuries related to a snowplow accident. It occurred early yesterday, uh, Sunday morning. Um, and according to the Washoe County Sheriff's Office, responding to a traumatic injury report in the area of Mount Rose Highway in Reno, Nevada, around 9 a.m., authorities have confirmed Jeremy had to be airlifted to a hospital from the mountain following the incident. Uh, his representative, Sam Mast, says as of now, we can confirm Jeremy is in critical but stable condition with injuries suffered after experiencing a weather-related accident while plowing snow earlier today. His family is with him. He is receiving excellent care. Word is that the plow rolled onto his leg, causing severe bleeding that a neighbor who thankfully is a doctor was able to tourniquet. And late last night, CNN reported that he required two surgeries so far for his injuries, which doctors are describing as extensive. The nature of the injuries are blunt chest trauma and orthopedic injuries, according to another spokesperson. A statement uh, from the family is expected at some point today. I don't know if you saw the vehicle or not. So it's called a snowcat. And a snowcat is like if you've ever gone skiing and you see those big things that come down the mountain that are, you know, plowing the snow to make it nice for the next night. Right, right. It was one of those. 
those, but like a home version. So it's a one-seater, one of those things, instead of a ginormous one that you would see at the lifts or whatever, you know, at, at the ski resort. Uh, so, yeah, I'm kind of, I'm curious how it happened. It, it, yeah, if he was on it, how we ended up Well, you're of inside it. of it, so it has a little cabin to it. So you're completely surrounded by glass. You're inside. It's presumably it warm. Maybe I he got out of it and got yeah, in front of it because something was stuck. Yeah, I don't know. I saw a little bit of a video of him driving it and him just kind of waving, you know, at whoever was filming or whatever. So, yeah, I don't know if he hit something and it caused it to overturn and then he tried to jump off of it or, you know, but it's just scary because if you thinking now those tracks, right? If those tracks run over your leg, you're going to be lucky to have your leg. Yeah. Yeah. I would have so, to think. Uh, sending him all the good thoughts. Rolling Stone dropped their list of the 200 greatest singers of all time and how, somehow... Celine Dion did not make the list. <laughs> Canada is outraged. Understand. Him, not Canada is not alone. Um, Neil Young did. Bob Dylan did. Ozzy Osbourne did. Celine Dion did not. The internet is not okay. So what? Did, uh, what is the category again? What are they calling it? So Rolling Stone said it's the greatest singers list, not the greatest voices list. Yeah, because uh, Bob so Dylan would not be on the greatest voices list. Yeah, that's a weird one. <laughs> so um, as I say, the internet was not pleased. And um, the internet, but when they posted it, Rolling Stone knew, knew they were going to get it back to them. So they literally said, keep in mind, this is the greatest singers list, not the greatest voices list. But they said, in all cases, what mattered most to us was the originality, influence Mm. and depth of an artist's catalog and the breadth of their musical legacy. Now, Celine Dion has sold 8 million jillion records. She's got 12,000 Grammys. Mm -hmm. Her residency in Las Vegas is one of the most profitable of all time. She has more number one hits than I don't even know who. But yeah, you're right. Uh, here are your top. Uh, Aretha Franklin at, at number one. Bang, bang, number two, Whitney bang, Houston. Bang, number three, Sam Cooke. Number four, Billie Holiday. Number five, Mariah Carey. Six, Ray Charles. Seven, Stevie Wonder. Eight, Beyonce. Nine, Otis Writings. Ten, Al Green. Mm. Um, the Twitters said the fact that Celine Dion isn't anywhere in the top 200 is a crime against humanity. <laughs> it is kind of weird. And that, is that Rolling weird Stone needs to immediately exit the business of music journalism. <laughs> Michael Jackson ranked it at 87. Yeah. Kurt Cobain got 36. Taylor Swift, 102. Barbara Streisand, 147. Hmm. And Cher did not make the cut at all. There's a great article that Rolling Stone did years ago where they go back and, and pan the reviews they did of great albums. Yep. You know, where they, they reviewed like ACDC when they released their first album and just completely Man. obliterated them and said they're the worst thing to ever happen to music and you'll never hear from them again. <laughs> we could do that with the Judgment Zone. Uh, every week. We totally could. <laughs> every week. And Jennifer Lopez shared some sweet, never-before-seen photos from her wedding to Ben Affleck. If you wanted to see those wedding dresses that everyone was talking about, but we never really got to see, uh, she did. You know the whole thing people are doing, and now that's that wraps the story of 2022. Oh so my gosh! Bad. If I see that one more time, I'm going to throw my phone against the wall. If I see the guy who did the voice for it telling people that he did the voice for it one more time, I'm going to throw that phone against the wall. It's it was like kind of a that Boz Lerman vibe to it when I first I'm here, heard I'm it. I'm here for all of it. Like I loved seeing what everybody did. I really right. did. But uh, in any event, mm-hmm. um, you can see pictures of her gigantic ring. You can see her looking at plans for the wedding, trying on vests, dresses, and veils. And once the August portion of the video rolls around, you can see them on the big day with all of their superstar friends like George Clooney, Renee Zellweger, Jane Fonda, Matt Damon. And then she concluded photos from their legal union in Vegas, which took place in July at the Little White Chapel on the Strip. And she was wearing um, the dress, the one that we were talking about for so long that was supposed to be from a wedding, um, a movie that mm-hmm. she did. And everyone was wondering, what, what is it? What is it? What is it? 
Um, it, it's believed to be a cut scene from Jersey Girl. So that's what that is. So if you want to see what she looked like and all of that, it's on her Instagram and share the love. Carson and Kennedy on Mix 1041. You can't beat Kennedy. Don't even try, homeboy. You can't beat her. She's going to school, you sucker. You can't beat Kennedy. You can try, but man, you can't beat her. You ain't going to win, man. You're going down. You think you can, but you can't. Oh, no. Oh, no. Stop. Game time. Real quick, we are super excited to announce that Campy Kennedy now has a presenting sponsor, and it is our wonderful friends at Catches Law Group, the personal injury pros at CatchesLaw.com, where you pay nothing unless they win. They were instrumental in us making it to our goal for our 10,000 toys for girls and boys, which, oh, by the way, if you missed the number, 11,510 was the final tally of toys that we collected. KLG! So, KLG, we are super excited to have Catches Law Group to be a part of Campy Kennedy. Everybody say good morning to... Adam from Wyndham, New Hampshire. What's up, Adam? Hello, how are you guys doing today? We're doing good. We're doing good. Will you kick Kennedy out of her living room, please? Kennedy, can you please leave the studio? <laughs> if I was there, I would, buddy. All right. Yeah, good she's, luck. Get out of your house. Yeah, she's oh, actually she's in the living room. Yeah, that's it. That yeah, that's all right. It's all good. So we've got five pop culture trivia questions, Adam. All you have to do is get more right than Kennedy, and then you score yourself $100. A tie is still a loss for you. Are you ready? Yes, we're ready. All right. The Foo Fighters said they'll continue making music, but they'll be a different band without drummer Taylor Hawkins, who is the front man for the Foo Fighters. Off to a bad start. I'm not sure. Question number two. Mel Gibson turns 67 years old today. He starred opposite Danny Glover in which action movie franchise? Um, they got this one. You got it. Hold on. Give me what? Die Hard? No, that's not the one. Adam, I'm getting too old for this bleed. Question number three. Jeremy Renner is in critical but stable condition after a snow plowing accident at his residence in Nevada. Uh, uh, TMZ says his snowcat ran over his leg while he was cleaning up after a New Year's Eve snowstorm. Jeremy Renner plays Hawkeye in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. What is Hawkeye's weapon of choice? Bow and arrow. Avatar The Way of Water has now taken in $1.4 billion worldwide. Who is the creator of the Avatar movies? I don't know. Question number five. The nation of Barbados may start asking the descendants of slave owners to pay reparations, and that could include Benedict Cumberbatch's family. Which mega uh, pop star is from Barbados? Uh, Rihanna. All right, let's get Kennedy back into the living room, please. Which means Carson waves frantically on FaceTime. (laughs) Yes, I've got Kennedy on FaceTime in front of me. All right, welcome back, Kennedy. Hi, happy to. It's, it's he. Uh, well, I was just going to say it's great to see your face, by the way. Hi, good to see you. Hi, uh, Adam got two out of five, Kennedy. All right, well done, sir. These oh, are thank you. these are tough. Are you ready? I am. The Foo Fighters say they'll continue making music, but they'll be a different band without drummer Taylor Hawkins, who is the front man for the Foo Fighters. Dave Grohl. Kind of surprised you missed that one, Adam. Not going to lie. Felt like a softball to start. Be nice. <laughs> One to zero. Question number two. Mel Gibson turning 67 years old today. He starred opposite Danny Glover in which action movie franchise? Lethal Weapon. Yeah, not Die Hard. Two to zero. 
Jeremy Renner is in critical but stable condition after a snowy snow plowing accident at at his residence in Nevada. He, of course, plays Hawkeye in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. What is his weapon of choice? Um, a bow and arrow. Three to one. Avatar The Way of Water has now taken in 1.4 billion worldwide. Who is the creator of the Avatar movies? James Cameron. Took my, uh, took my son and my mother-in-law to see that movie over the holidays. Did it take most of your break? It was uh, 17 hours long. <laughs> And it was spectacular. I okay. enjoyed it immensely. It was very good. Not quite as good as the first one, but really, really good. Four to one, quest number five. The nation of Barbados may start asking the descendants of slave owners to pay reparations, and that could include Benedict Cumberbatch's family, which mega pop star is from Barbados. Rihanna. That is correct. She is Woo! on the replay, Kennedy. <laughs> Uh, what a great way to start for you, Kennedy. Five to two is the final score. No rust at all for you in the new year. Yeah, Adam, you don't get the cash, but you're not leaving empty-handed. You have won a pair of tickets to the extended cut version of Billie Eilish's Grammy-nominated concert film coming exclusively to cinemas for one night only on January 27th. For tickets and information, visit Billy at the O2.com, and you've got a pair of those tickets for free, okay? Your daughters will love that. Awesome. Yeah, thank you so much. Uh, Adam, what do you want to say to Kennedy before you go? Hi, I'm Adam. And we can't beat Kennedy. Happy Uh, New Year. Oh, I didn't even know the girls were in the car. Hey, girls. Uh, (laughs) Carson and Kennedy on Mix 104.1. Now back to Carson and Kennedy. Carson and Kennedy. On Mix 104.1. 617-931-1234. Call or text that number. We want to know what you did over the holiday break. Something big, something small, something exciting. Again, 617-931-1234. Kennedy, I know you spent a lot of time at the house over the break. Uh, yeah, I didn't do anything. I was sick the entire time. So <laughs> Two different on. types of sick. It's impressive. I, 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 I was well for like two, three days. Three days. <laughs> but, but, but I'm doing better now. Well, that's good. Mentally, I'm fantastic. Oh, that's good. We uh, we we started break. I I went down south to see my daughters and my new granddaughters. We're going to talk about that whole story in the I'm eight so o'clock hour. To hear this story. But the second I landed in Atlanta, uh, my wife called me frantically because Barrett tested positive for COVID on the Monday before Christmas, and then I think on Tuesday or Wednesday she tested positive. I rolled back into town on Wednesday afternoon, and uh, pretty much we just sat in the house for the next ten days. I did not catch it i don't know how that happened because you're a mutant i don't know what it is we it st- does happen like that sometimes you hardly ever get sick so. it is so weird uh i was supposed to go to vermont skiing with barrett but obviously with us getting sick and it kind of changed all of our plans we ended up going down to the cape we went down to p-town for a day did a little hiking did a little bit of that um but that was that was pretty much it it was the same as kennedy we kind of just spent a lot of time at the house watching movies Nothing wrong with that, buddy. And uh-huh. if you need 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 to know anything about any TV show that's on any streaming service, I've seen all of them. Lauren is from Air. How was your holiday? Air. What did you do? Uh, my holiday sounds about the same as yours, uh, except on Christmas Eve, my husband fell when we went to some friends in Rhode Island, and he dislocated his shoulder, and we wound up in the emergency room. No. Merry Christmas to you. Right. We still haven't even celebrated because oh. everything's up in where we were supposed to go. So how's he doing now? Yeah. He's better ish. He's still in the sling. Uh, we're waiting for him to heal and we'll find out if he needs surgery. Were you guys supposed to travel for the holidays? Are we going somewhere? We were. 
we were supposed to go up to Maine to spend it with my brother and his family and all of everything is still up there. The, it's the best end up in the emergency room over the holiday because that, my mother-in-law ended up in there over the holiday too, in the middle of all the COVID. And then she ends up in the hospital. We're like, this is, this is great. This is fine. This is wonderful. It's awesome. You know, my heart though goes out to people who spend time in the emergency room because honestly, there were people I know that spent eight hours waiting just to be seen. Yeah. A lot of people waiting. So Lauren over uh, under five drinks when he fell on Christmas Eve. He had none because he was popped up on pain meds, you know. So, oh, bless <laughs> I, his heart. What I said when he yeah, fell, not after well, he fell. Six one half dozen the other. When we finally got home from Rhode Island, though, because we live in Mass, I was like, I just passed out. I went to bed. I was like, this is great. We're I'm not doing it. anything. Mm. And right. we watched movies. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, Lauren. We appreciate that. Uh, Ashley is from Newton, New Hampshire. Good morning, Ashley. What'd you do over the holidays? Good morning. Um, so Santa brought my two-year-old some training underwear. So I spent the break trying to potty train my two-year-old, and um, he pooped on the floor yesterday in the dining room, so it's not going really well. <laughs> oh, my God. Reason number 862 that I don't have children. Did he look you right in the eyes when he did it to assert his dominance of the household? No, I actually felt really bad. He came running in the room and was like, Mom, like he like couldn't get the words out that he had pooped. And he brought me into the other room and I was like, it's okay, honey. Like, And he's like, that's gross. I was like, you're right, it is. <laughs> Ashley, uh, my son Barrett did that at about the same age where he he, he dropped a deuce, but he did it on, on Sal, our boss's deck. <laughs> that's funny. That's <laughs> <laughs> Uh, happy New Year, Ashley. Happy New Year. There's too much bodily fluids with kids. I don't think I can do it. Meredith from Lemonster, hey, my hey. favorite Meredith. How was your holiday? What did you guys do? Oh, I'm so glad you said it. Um, well, it's hi from oh, Max is here too. And he will not be ignored. Too. Yes, hello, hello. He will not. Um, he's the one who wanted to call in. Hi, Max. But aside from aside from you know Christmas with the family where the kids got. Far too many gifts, you know how that goes. Mm -hmm. um, we went to Disney on Ice, which was one of my daughter's gifts. Nice. And I had the most fun out of anybody. She was like singing and dancing. Yep. <laughs> Max wanted to sing, but he was like too cool for school, so he just did like the little mouthing of the of the songs. I feel like that would um, you be, Dan, uh, if you went to Disney on Ice. You'd just sing every song, oh, belting yeah, it not, out loud. I'm not too cool for school. You're gonna hear me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, everybody heard me. <laughs> oh, that is so good. Well, we appreciate you calling in. Thank you for donating toys for our 10,000 toys. And oh, by the way, I while I was down in Tennessee, I did see my Meredith, Your my ex-wife, my real favorite Meredith. And the first thing I thought of when I saw her was of you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> well, it's not the oh, first thing I thought of. <laughs> Can't say that on the air. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to say Did sparks fly? You guys rekindle your That's romance? That's a weird statement it, it, all around. It was right there. It so was so weird. It. Yeah. I, I'm, I'll tell that story in the 8 o'clock hour. We're going to talk about the trip down there and my granddaughters. Right. And yes, just kind of out of nowhere, I walked up on my ex-wife. I was like, oh, hi. Good to see you. How's it going? Long time. First time. Uh, thank you to everybody that called in and telling us about your holiday. We do appreciate it. You can uh, continue to call those in or text those in at 617-931-1234. Carson and Kennedy on Mix 104.1. It's Carson Kennedy on Mix 104.1, streaming on the Odyssey app. Producer Dan, I completely forgot to ask you what you did over the holiday break. Did I see a picture of you in Florida? 
Oh yeah, I was down in Florida. I visited some family. Nice. Got the sunburn to prove it on my pasty New England skin. Why don't you just keep that to yourself then, Dan? <laughs> At one point during uh, Christmas, like the Christmas Eve, Christmas, and the day after, when Elliot was just crushing the entire Northeast, right? It got down to like forty-eight degrees down there. Yeah. And people Aww. were freaking out. Oh, poor Dan. And I got so busted on them. I was like, "You don't even know cold." Were you out in <laughs> shorts and a t-shirt? I was like, forty-eight degrees. I grew up in an igloo. My parents are penguins. This isn't cold. <laughs> <laughs> 48 degrees yeah i saw the picture of you and your mom nancy on uh on facebook and i was like i i didn't know if it was like an old picture that she was just posting of her and her son or if you were down there now oh, no. my parents are snowbirds and i will take full advantage of it when it's cold up here nice good deal all right let's get to kennedy's dirty she's got the hollywood hookup gossip in 24 7 it's the dirty on the 30 with kennedy with kennedy yeah all right, my friends. So over the past couple of weeks, we lost several people just over the past few days. And if you haven't heard by now, Barbara Walters passed away Friday night at her home in New York. She was 93 years old. She was the first female co-host of the Today Show, the first evening news anchor woman in broadcast history. Basically broke every barrier there was for every woman that came beside, behind her. Here is just a brief, brief touch on her, her career. Good evening, I'm Hugh Downs. And I'm Barbara Walters, and this is 2020. The fact that I ended up on television, I never ever thought that would happen. Most politicians try to dodge questions. You have to push. You will hear me ask the question again and again. You found yourself alone with Bill Clinton in the chief of staff's office, and you lifted the back of your jacket, and you showed the president of the United States your thong <sighs> underwear. Where did you get the nerve? I mean, who does that? <laughs> Was there a point when you thought your husband might die? Well, I was awfully scared. I was awfully scared. More than being remembered, I hope that by younger women, I can help them aspire. I don't know if you saw Monica Lewinsky put out a thing after her passing and talking about their relationship, obviously, with that in interview about mm -hmm. Bill Clinton. And she said they stayed friends over the years. And, you know, Monica said when it was all happening, she's like, Barbara, I don't understand. Like, I was a good kid. I studied. I never stole anything. I never got in trouble. And Barbara said, next time, steal something. <laughs> <laughs> she really was a tremendous human being. Um, we lost some other folks. Jeremiah Green, the drummer from Modest Mouth, lost his battle with cancer on Saturday. Oh. Oh, wow, I didn't hear uh, that. Anita Pointer of the Pointer Sister died on Saturday after a heroic battle with cancer. She was 74. Earth, Wind, and Fire drummer Fred White died on Sunday. He was 67. Fashion designer Vivian Westwood, who famously dressed the Sex Pistols, amongst many others, passed away. She was 81. And, of course, Pele passed away as well. What is it? I feel like always around the holidays that mm -hmm. happened, like a lot of people. Mm. I don't know. Mm. Um, in the new year, of course, Miley Cyrus did her um, New Year's Eve special with her godmother, Dolly Parton. And in case you missed it, did you know that Wrecking Ball and I Will Always Love You go together like peas and carrots? Well, here it is. Don't you ever say I just walked away. I will always love you. This moment caused a, a, a huge oh, kerfuffle my... in our house, Kennedy. 
Why? Because as this was happening, the national championship in NCAA football semifinal game was happening, and it was yep. 41 to 42, and the team that was down was about to kick a football, but at the same time, Miley and Dolly, and we're trying to flip back and forth to watch one and the other, and my wife's a huge Dolly Parton fan, is screaming, put it back on. The rest of the house is screaming, put it back on the football game. You need a second TV, <laughs> Seriously, man. Carson. And you have 8,000 devices. You can watch it on your phone. I watched that game, and it was awesome. I'm sure Miley was great, but that was a hell of a game. <laughs> I still don't know yeah. what happened. <laughs> <laughs> Miley also teased a new song called Flowers, which will be released on the 13th of this month, which happens to be the birthday of her ex-husband, Liam Hemsworth. But I can't believe that one has anything to do with the other. But anyway. Mm. I can. New year, new, new Miley, new queen. single. Here is Flowers. Love me better. I can love me better, baby. Can love me better. I can love me better, baby. Can love me better. I yeah, I can love me better than you can. We're getting the, the record pops put back into music yes. now? Yes. Is that's that the, the new thing? Of, that's the tease of the tease of the tease. We'll have that on the 13th. Okay. And Carson, Royal Update for you. No, what a way oh. to start the year. What a way to start the I just, year. I, I feel that um, it's going to be all royal for yeah, the next this few is, days. I can't wait to so watch Prince this. So Prince Harry's book, Spare, comes out on the 10th. So he is sitting down for two tell-all interviews that will air this weekend. One of them, he um, talks to an ITV guy named Tom Bradby, and then he sits down with Anderson Cooper for Mm -hmm. 60 minutes here in the U.S. Uh, Here is just one clip. Mm. I would like to get my father back. I would like to have my brother back. That's it. Good luck with that. Yeah, that's that's all I got right now. He (laughs) said before the tease. (laughs) In the ITV interview, he said they show no willingness to reconcile. He said, I would like to have them back. And that he says they feel as though it is better to keep us somehow as the villains. Mm-hmm. I don't really know for sure who he was speaking to. I'm assuming he's speaking of the monarchy. He also touched upon leaked stories by the palace in a new uh, segment shared by CBS News where Anderson is asking about his decision to go public. He said every single time I tried to do it privately, there were briefings, then leaking and planting his stories against me and my wife. Yep. He goes on to state that the palace had meetings with the media where reporters are spoon-fed information to then write a story. He said the palace stated it could not release a statement to protect him and his family while doing the opposite for other royal family members. He said, and I quote, there becomes a point when silence is betrayal. He said he said in that one clip where he's talking about, he's like, you know, the they would leak a story to the media. And then at the end of the story would be the byline that would say, we reached out to the palace for comment, but they said no comment. He's like, what do you mean no comment? They're the one that gave you the story. You're lying. It was a Correct. great clip. Great Correct. clip. I don't know that it's gonna. This book is gonna help him get anybody back, but yeah, or, he, or will these interviews? But uh, it is what it is, and there we are. It's interesting that he says they don't want to reconcile, but he's been spilling a lot of tea. So why would they want to reconcile? Mm. Don't know. And I'm here <laughs> for all of it. Blood? I don't know, but either way, Carson and Kennedy on Mix 104.1. Can't beat Kennedy. Don't even try, homeboy. You can't beat her. She's gonna school you, sucker. You can't beat Kennedy. You can try, but man, you can't beat her. You ain't gonna win, man. You're going down. You think you can, but you can't. Oh no. Oh no. Stop. Game time. And we are very excited to share that Campy Kennedy now has a new presenting sponsor. Let's go. New year, new sponsor, baby. That's right. And it is a very familiar friend to us. 
Catches Law Group, the personal injury pros at CatchesLaw.com, where you pay nothing unless they win. Catches Law Group is always winning. And uh, a big part of the reason we got to our 11,510 toys that we collected for our 10,000 toys for girls and boys uh, this past year was because of KLG. We love you, KLG. KLG! KLG. They're little lawyer angels. (laughs) Helped a lot with the toy drive. Uh, Everybody say good morning to Jasmine from Lawrence. Good morning, Jasmine. Good morning. Will you kick Kennedy out of her living room, please? First thing, Kennedy, can you please leave the studio or living room? (laughs) You bet. Good luck. Five pop culture trivia questions. You get more right than Kennedy. You score yourself $100. Uh, Just to remind you, if you tie, you lose. Are you ready? Yes. Celine Dion did not make Rolling Stone's list of the 200 greatest singers of all time, and people are pissed. What is the name of Celine's biggest hit from the movie Titanic? My heart will go on. It would have been J.R.R. Tolkien's birthday today. Which book series did he write that also spawned one of the most popular movie franchises of all time? Uh, Stranger Things. Wiz Khalifa says he fell into a pool and ruined a $10,000 suit on New Year's Eve. Whoops. Wiz and Charlie Puth's song See You Again spent 12 weeks at number one on the charts. The song played at the end of Furious 7 and was about which actor? Uh, Paul Walker. Question number four. Ed Sheeran's Shape of You is no longer the most streamed song on Spotify. It was overtaken on New Year's Eve by The Weeknd. Which song from The Weeknd is now the most streamed song in history? Uh, I don't know. And question number five, Miley Cyrus might be the new petty queen. She's dropping her new song on her ex-husband's birthday, and her fans do not think it's a coincidence. Who was Miley married to? Uh, Carry the one. (laughs) (laughs) Uh... Uh, hmm. something Hemsworth. <laughs> All right, let's get Kennedy uh, back. Oh, Liam, Liam Hemsworth. The other one. What? What's his last name? Yes, Liam. Liam Hemsworth. All right, let's get Kennedy back into the living room. Kennedy. All right, welcome back, Kennedy. I'm I'm waving at Kennedy on Thank FaceTime, you. and then I realized I was waving with my hand off. Yeah, you you've been waving to the window both times now, so that yes. doesn't help me at all. <laughs> well, from the windows to the wall, Kennedy. Sure thing, Curse. Something about sweat that we shouldn't say. Jasmine got two out of five. Well done. These are tough. You ready? Yeah. Celine Dion did not make Rolling Stone's list of the 200 greatest singers of all time, and people are pissed. What is the name of Celine's biggest hit from the movie Titanic? Um, My heart will go on. Tied to one. It would have been J.R.R. Tolkien's birthday today. Which book series did he write that also spawned one of the most popular movie franchises of all time? Hobbit, Lord of the Rings. Two to one. Oh. Wiz Khalifa says he fell into a pool and ruined a $10,000 suit on New Year's Eve. Wiz and Charlie Puth's song See You Again spent 12 weeks at number one. The song played at the end of Furious 7 and was about which actor? Paul Walker. And the two cars go down different roads. Oh, it's heartbreaking. Fade to white. Yep. Three to two. Question number four. Ed Sheeran's Shape of You is no longer the most streamed song on Spotify. It was overtaken on New Year's Eve by The weekend. Which song is that? Blinding Lights. 
Blinding Lights is it. Four to two. Question number five. Miley Cyrus might be the new petty queen. She's dropping her new single as her ex-husband on her ex-husband's birthday, and her fans do not think it's a coincidence. It is. Who is Miley married to? Liam Hemsworth. It's Liam Hemsworth, not Woo! Helmsworth. Nice job, Kennedy. Wow. Five out of five again. Five to two is the final score. Kennedy is bringing her A game this morning, Jasmine. I'm so sorry about that. That's okay. Good luck at your new job today, though, Jasmine. She's starting. It's her first day. Thank you. Nice. What do you do for a living, Jasmine? I am a quality assurance um, associate now. All right. Do you want to shout out your new company? Uh, yes, Sazex in North Andover. Sazex, way to go. Probably Love almost as good as Catch's Locker. Almost. I love quality <laughs> assurance in my spare time. <laughs> All right, Jasmine, what do you want to say to Kennedy before you go? I am Jasmine from Lawrence, and I cannot be Kennedy. Carson and Kennedy on Mix 104.1. The Carson and Kennedy Show is back. So here we go. On Mix 104.1. Yes, we are all back. We are streaming on the Odyssey app. At least but, but. we are on the air. <laughs> we are here. Yes. What's the difference? What, we're all here together. It's just not in the same room. Whatever. That, that is it. We are all here. <laughs> and if you don't mind, I want to be a doting grandfather for a oh few minutes. Oh, my God. I have been waiting for this for two weeks. Let's go. So uh, I had a chance to go down to Tennessee. My daughters, Courtney and Kristen, both live right outside of Chattanooga. They're 29 years old. I am married and divorced, or divorced and remarried, obviously. And uh, so... I have twins, Kristen and Courtney, and they had kids both within the past year and a half or so. So Kristen and her husband, Justin, they have Maggie. She'll be two in June. And then Courtney and her boyfriend, Tyler, they have Addie. She will be a year old in April. So they're about eight, nine months apart. The time flies, huh? And they're the most beautiful children that ever lived. And this was my first time getting to go and see them just because of circumstances and COVID and, and all of that. I was finally able to get down there. Oh, by the way, COVID doesn't exist down there. Nobody talks about it. That it was never did. It was one of the wild things being down there. I just never heard it mentioned like we talk about it up here. But uh, in spending time with them, it was just spectacular. We really didn't do too much. We went to the aquarium in Chattanooga and it was kind of awesome being the grandfather that like got to fill up your grandkids with sugar and then turn them back on their parents and just leave, which was spectacular. Um, <laughs> but it, it was just, you know, you, you, you get, I'm, Still fairly young, I feel. For a grandfather, definitely. For, you know, to be a a grandfather so I can still get after it. Like, I watched both of them and alone, you know, which was fun. Carson, you're not ancient. I know, I know, but you think... Lots of my friends are grandparents at our age. It's totally fine. Uh, And it was just... I, I think one of the most interesting parts was just seeing so much of my daughters in my granddaughters, you know, holding Addie, holding Maggie and just having these flashback memories of Courtney and Kristen at that age and kind of seeing their personalities and how they're so much like their moms. That's Uh, what was kind of the big takeaway. What was it like watching them be moms now? Like, what's that like? It's going to be weird. It, it was it was weird. It was. And you just you kind of have to like learn that you're, they're not your little kids anymore. You know, right. the, you'll need to tell them to tie their shoes or to wipe the schmutz <laughs> off their face, you know. Uh, and so I just I tried to stay out of the way, uh-huh. but just 
hey, whatever you need, I'll change a diaper, I'll feed them, I'll hold them, I'll take them for a walk. I just wanted to help with a little bit of the stress because there's like, especially with Addie, she's nine months old. She's not even really walking yet. She's just starting to take steps. So she, you know, it's, it's the changing every two minutes and the feeding every two minutes and the napping and the crying. And, you know, they're, they're both work full time, you know, all four of them work full time. So it's just like trying, I just was trying to help not be stress in their life. Yeah. Just yeah. trying to take some of the stress out of their oh. life while I was there, you know. So it was just a lot of that, to be honest with you. It was sitting around and just holding them so they could go and do, like, take a shower. My daughter, Kristen, at one point was like, I would just like to go take a shower. I was oh. like, I got this. I got this. Go take a shower and just enjoy your time. K-pop is here. K-pop is here to save the day. Did uh, your back immediately start to hurt when they called you grandpa? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're like, oh, that's it. Yeah. Back in my day, we just gave him a thimble of whiskey when they cried. So uh, yeah. I don't know kid uh, ages. Is uh, uh, Maggie, Maggie talking? Oh, yes. Maggie's so talking. Did she say your name? Uh, they Did she say K-pop? K-pop was a little hard. They would say pop or pop-pop. <gasps> they hadn't got the, the K-pop <laughs> yet. But uh, yes, she's, uh, you know, her... Uh, they're just like their their moms, you know. Yeah, they were very talkative early. Courtney and Kristen were. They walked pretty early. They potty trained pretty early. So their daughters are doing almost. They're on the same trajectory. You can see like they're doing all these things a little bit earlier. One of the things too that surprised me down there is it's still hard to find formula. Like that is, is it really yeah. So Courtney was having to drive to three, four, five different stores to try and find a particular. Can I order her some on Amazon or something, please? I, I if you want, you might want I to do. text her because she needs a particular kind because of allergies or right. things like that. Uh, from the nine seven eight Carson, what is the age difference between Barrett and your grandkids? <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> Barrett just turned twelve, and and Maggie's going to be two. So there's like 10, 11 years difference oh between my, gosh, my my son and my granddaughters. <laughs> Stretched out the the child having years a little bit. Yeah, it is. It was you know I was thinking about it with my mom. So I was twenty five, twenty four when the girls were born, and uh, my mom was forty two. Right. So my mom became a, a grandmother at forty two years old, which was even more young. <laughs> I'm in a very similar situation as Barrett. On my father, my father had me in his second marriage, older as well. <laughs> right. So I have three siblings from his first marriage that are all like 12, 14, and sixteen <laughs> right. years old. Right. It just it's always funny when you get around this this family. I think members. it's great though. You know what I mean? You've got different generations of people sharing family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So do you think Carson? Now that you've got to meet them, are you going to make it a more regular occurrence to go see them? Do you want them to come up here? When <laughs> yeah, do they get to meet Auntie Kennedy? They're coming the to town. They're coming in August. Ah! Yeah, they're coming up uh, to stay for a little while in August. All of them are coming up. Uh, and one of the one things I did take away from spending time with them is holy crap with the Disney stuff. I cannot watch the first 10, mo- ten minutes of Moana again. Oh, you're gonna. Oh it's my a God. classic. For- but, did you forget? But they don't watch the whole thing. They watch the first 10 minutes and then they lose track and they go on to something else. And then when you start Moana again, you can't watch it from the 10 minute period. You have to. So I've seen the first 10 minutes of Moana 50 times. Do you get to how far I'll go at least? No, no. (laughs) Uh, And is Barrett uh, and Barrett is an uncle. Is that right? Yeah. He's, yep. a, he's an uncle yeah, to them. Is that, that works. What did I, did I say? Siblings? Than being an auntie or an uncle. That's the best role. Full stop. <laughs> uh, from the 617, it's hard to find formula here too. Still surge, still a shortage now on infant and oh. kids Tylenol and Motrin. And from the 781, my grandkids know that I am not a grandpa, that I am papa. <laughs> <laughs> You're a grandpa, buddy. It's yeah. all good. AJ, K-pop. nothing but a number. That's it. Carson and Kennedy on Mix 1041. Can't beat Kennedy. 
Don't even try, homeboy. You can't beat her. She's gonna school you, sucker. You can't beat Kennedy. You can try, but man, you can't beat her. You ain't gonna win, man. You're going down. You think you can, but you can't. Oh, no. Oh, no. Stop. Game time. Super excited to announce that KB Kennedy is now presented by Catch's Law Group. Let's go. KLG is in the building. Catch's Law Group, the personal injury pros at catcheslaw.com, where you pay nothing unless they win. We love Catch's Law. We're super excited to have them involved with our show in the new year, presenting Campy Kennedy, of course. If it were not for Catch's Law Group and their wondrous donation of a lot of money to help us get to our 11,510 toys that we collected for our 10,000 toys for girls and boys. So thank you to KLG again. That is catcheslaw.com. Everybody say good morning to Kate from Boston. Hi, Kate. Hello. Good morning. Will you kick Kennedy out of her living room this morning? Kennedy, would you please leave your own living room? (laughs) Sure. (laughs) I know. It's this my life. Uh, Yes. Good luck. (laughs) The audacity to kick someone out of their own house. Here we go. Five trivia questions. All pop culture. You get more right than Kennedy. You win the $100. You tie. You lose. Question number one. Uh, Lucien Laviscount from Emily in Paris is reportedly in the running to be the next 007. Which actor just stepped down from the role of James Bond? Um, oh, man. Uh, also in Knives Out? Oh, yes. Daniel Craig. Oh, yes. Good hint. <laughs> Metallica's Enter Sandman has surpassed a billion streams on Spotify. Finish the hook to Enter Sandman. Exit light. Um, Enter night. Take my hand. We're off to... Never, Neverland. Florence Pugh turning 27 today. She just starred opposite Harry Styles in which Olivia Wilde directed film? Um, Don't worry, darling. A poll surveyed 2,000 people about the best movies and TV shows of 2022 and the most popular movie was Top Gun Maverick, who played... Lehman in the original Top Gun and had a cameo in Maverick. Iceman. Oh, what did I say? Lehman. <laughs> I don't know where that Lehman. He does the accounting for the Navy. Who played Wait, Iceman? I'm sorry. Who played the Iceman Who in played? the yeah, in the original Top Gun? Um uh, Don't swear. Uh Kazansky? Is that Kazansky. Question number five. 19 years ago today in 2004, NASA landed the Mars rover Spirit on the surface of Mars. It sent back over 224,000 images for the next seven years until they lost contact. How many planets is Mars from the sun? Mercury, Venus, my very edgy mother. Four. (laughs) Let's get Kennedy back into her living room, please. Kennedy! You remember your elementary school science. All right. Welcome back, Kennedy. Thank you. Hi, hi, hi. Kennedy, hi. Uh, Kate got four out of five right. Oh, wow, Kate. Let's go. Hey. These are tough. Are you ready? Yes. Uh, question number one. Lucia, uh, Lucien Laviscount from Emily in Paris, reportedly in the running to be the next 007. Which actor just stepped down from the role of James Bond? Daniel Craig. Did you see Knives Out yet, Kennedy? Yep, of course I did. The second so, it came out. So good, right? I like the first one better, but yeah. It was good, though, right? It was good, yeah. You didn't love they it? Did a very good job. I didn't love it as much as I loved the first one. Oh, I loved it. I thought it was but I thought, really but it was, good. But it was twisty and turny until the very end. Oh, my gosh. I loved it. Tied to one, question number two. 
Metallica's Enter Sandman has surpassed a billion streams on Spotify. Finish the hook to Enter Sandman. Exit light, enter night. Take my hand, we're off to... We're off to Never Never Land. Hush, little baby, don't say a word. Dan's been just waiting. <laughs> Tied at two. Florence Pugh turning 27 today. She just starred opposite Harry Styles, in which Olivia Wilde directed Garbage Film. Don't worry, darling. Tied at three. Question number four. A poll surveyed 2,000 people about the best movies and TV shows of 2022. And the most popular movie was Top Gun Maverick, who played Iceman in the original Top Gun and had a cameo in Maverick. Sweet Val Kilmer. For some reason, I said Lee Man. <laughs> who played Lee, Lee Man? Man. Who played Lee Man in Top Gun? Who played what Lee movie Man? did you watch? I don't know. That could be the best gaffe of 2023 if we've been here for like three hours. Promo. S- save that clip. And question number five. 19 years ago in 2004, NASA landed the Mars rover Spirit on the surface of Mars. It sent back over 224,000 images for the next seven years until they lost contact. How many planets is Mars from the sun? Four? That is correct. Oh, my God. Kennedy, look at you. Literally. Oh, wait, that is 15. I was racking my brain. I'm like, Meth, Mar- Mar- Mercury, but Mrs. What? What's it? <laughs> <laughs> I know we're the third rock from the sun from John Lithgow's show. So you got trying to remember the thing to learn. Kennedy did really well today. All 15 correct. Kate, I'm sorry you don't get the win. You did get four right. Also, just quickly, I understand you were releasing your first book. What? I am. Yes, I have a book coming out with Harper Collins in May. It's called The Song of Us, and it's a queer novel in verse that's based on Orpheus and Eurydice, but it's about two seventh-grade girls. And I'm hoping that an advanced press copy is coming my way. <laughs> um, I will. I can figure that out. So I would love to read it. It's going to be on Harper Collins. It's called The Song of Us. Is it already up on Amazon for presale? It is. All right, go and look it up. Eurydice, you had me Eurydice, so we're in. That's incredible. What an accomplishment. All right. Thank you. I'm very excited. Well, I'm going to, I can't wait for Kennedy to get it and read it and then tell us all about it. No worries, I'll do it. <laughs> okay, please. Yeah, write us a Sparks note, if you will. <laughs> all right, Kate, what do you want to say to Kennedy before you go? I'm Kate from Boston, and I can't beat Kennedy. But go buy her book, The Song of Us. Yes. Pre sale now on Amazon. Do it. Hey. Carson and Kennedy on Mix 1041.